Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Good welcome in to our pregame show as Middle Tennessee Baseball is in Huntington, West Virginia to take on the thundering herd of Marshall University. This is game number 28 on the season. The Raiders come in with a record of 13 and 14. They are five and four in Conference USA. Marshall is 13, 16 and one. They are three and six in conference play. And glad to have you with us today. It's a uh, overcast day and a very chilly day in Marshall. We're not going to have a whole lot of sun today, apparently, but uh, the sun did try to break out about 15 minutes ago, so we're hopeful that uh, it will come on and be with us for a little while this afternoon. Our game time temperature is going to be 46 degrees, and the chance of rain increases a little bit around 3.30 or so. So we will uh, we'll see how that pans out. Temperature is, was predicted to be in the low 50s today, but right now 46. Winds southwest at 10. Overcast skies. It has been raining off and on this morning and with the wind chill Temperatures, it feels like temperature of 41 degrees. Not exactly the way you would want it for baseball, but when you're playing baseball in the spring, you just have to expect periods of, uh, of cold weather. And that's what it's gonna apparently be all weekend here in Huntington. We're at the Kennedy Center. This is a uh, complex of several athletic fields. Uh, the field that we are playing on is uh, an all-turf infield with a dirt mound, and the outfield is uh, natural grass. So uh, this is the same spot that uh, same field that we played on three years ago uh, during Coach Toman's first year here, and our broadcast location is very close to home plate. So you'll probably be able to hear the umpire uh, making calls from time to time right down below us. It's about 3.30, 3.35 down each line. It is 400 feet to straightaway center field, and I'm uh, guessing about 3.65 to 3.70 in the power alleys and left and right. Scoreboard is behind the left field fence, and we're right close to the banks of the mighty Ohio River, which we can see in the background. Both teams took batting practice today indoors at Marshall's uh, outstanding indoor facility over close to campus. So the Raider team did not even arrive here until about, uh, I would say 15 minutes ago, maybe 20 minutes ago. They got to the field and are out there loosening up at the present time. Marshall's team got here a little bit earlier. They have already had their infield practice. I think the Raiders have already gone through infield practice also. So the uh, adjusted game time is now 
11.15, that's uh, Central Time, 12.15 here in Huntington. Uh, that's about the story. Uh, the team uh, drove up uh, yesterday. It's about a, a six-hour drive from Murfreesboro, and uh, we drove up uh, separately by my uh, good chauffeur and I, and we made it in about six hours. So team staling, staying at the Doubletree in downtown Huntington, about 15 minutes away from the ballpark. So it's overcast with a little bit of blue showing through, and hopefully some sunshine will come through in the, uh, in the next few minutes, and, and we will be able to uh, play in a little better weather conditions than we have right now. 46 degrees overcast, winds out of the southwest at 10 miles an hour. The Raiders are coming off a, a good series against Western Kentucky as they took two out of three from the Hilltoppers at Reese Smith Field. And the midweek game scheduled for Wednesday against the Memphis Tigers was uh, canceled because of uh, the cold weather and the, th the threat of severe storms uh, coming in on that particular afternoon. So that's, uh, that's the way we are set up here, uh, not having played since last weekend. We're going to take a, uh, our first commercial break here, and then we'll be back with more pregame information for you as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference, and go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. 
Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And welcome back into our pregame show as Middle Tennessee and Marshall University prepare to start this three-game series in Huntington, West Virginia. The uh, two opposing coaches are meeting at home plate with the umpires. Jeff Wagoner is the head coach at Marshall, and of course, Jim Toman in his fourth year head coach at Middle Tennessee. Our game officials uh, will have Andrew Glenn behind the plate. You'll be able to hear him, I think, from time to time. Uh, Connor Hoagland will be the first base umpire, and Richard Katz will be calling him over at third base. And once again, very much overcast, cloudy, chilly. Temperature at game time will be 46. Wind chill will bring it down to about 41 or so with a 10 mile an hour wind out of the southwest. And that'll be blowing left to right. Should have balls going hit out toward uh, right field where it's, uh, it's about 335 down the line in right. Almost the same dimensions here as, uh, as in Murfreesboro. 400 to straightaway center. 375 in the power alleys, maybe a little bit deeper to center and to left and right center than it is at home. Scoreboard here is located behind the left field fence and not quite to the 375 mark in left center field. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to George T. Smells Field. Look, hey, here at the YMCA. Well, the uh, lineups have been exchanged. Game was scheduled to start at uh, noon Huntington time and now rescheduled for 15 minutes afternoon. We're going to take. well, let's go ahead and give you the uh, the lineups as we have them for you for from the Ascend Federal Credit Union, our starting lineup sponsor. They are the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. Find out four at ascend.org. They are insured by the NCUA. For Coach Jim Tolman and the Blue Raiders today, Fausto Lopez, the shortstop, will lead it off, hitting 307. And the team leader in home runs with six. JT Mabry will bat second. Mabry coming in at 266 today in the number two hole. 
Wyatt Morgan will be the designated hitter. Sophomore hitting 311. That's from the left side. In the cleanup spot, Mason Spears, senior. Team leader uh, in batting average with 338, five home runs for the veteran behind the plate, Mason Spears. Jackson Galloway, a newcomer, sophomore, will be in left field, hitting 288. That's from the right side. He's hit three home runs. Satsunari Nagishi will be at first base, another newcomer, sophomore, hitting 243. That's him from the left side. Brett Coker at third base, last year's starting third baseman, is at 229 with three home runs, right-handed batter. Brian Dillingham in right field, senior hitting 333, also a right-handed hitter. And Luke Benson will be in center field, sophomore, local youngster from Oakland High School, hitting 219. And our starting pitcher will be Zach Keenan, in the Friday starter all season, a senior, three and two record with a 4.23 earned run average. We'll take our final break here and we'll be ready for baseball when we come back. I'll give you that Marshall lineup when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Ah, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We have had the uh, playing of the national anthem. Marshall has taken the field, and we're just about set to get this game uh, underway here under overcast skies. Very chilly weather here. Tell you a little bit about the uh, 
Marshall pitcher. He is Jeffrey Purnell. He's their best pitcher. Purnell is a senior, 6'3", 230, out of Florence, Kentucky. Junior college transfer out of John A. Logan Community College. And comes in with a record of three and two. Earned an average of 2.63. Very good numbers for Purnell. Uh, making his eighth appearance, eighth start of the season. Uh, 41 innings, he's allowed only 31 hits. 12 earned runs, he's walked nine, struck out 52. Opponents hitting only 208 against this right-hander. And he will face Fausto Lopez, JT Mabry, and Wyatt Morgan here in the first inning. Home plate umpire Andrew Glenn says play ball as Fausto Lopez steps in to face Purnell. Here in the top of the first inning, the first pitch of the game is uh, outside into the turf for ball one. One ball and no strikes. We're underway at uh, right at 11:15 uh, Murfreesboro time. 12, almost 12:16 here. Next pitch comes in down low for ball two, and it's two and zero oh on the Blue Raiders shortstop. Raiders decked out in their blue tops today, white uh, pinstripe pants. The pitch. High inside, ball three, three and oh. Lopez to be followed by JT Mabry. And the 3-0 pitch right in there for a call strike. Three balls and one strike. Big right-hander delivers, swung on and foul straight back. So the count will go full on Fausto Lopez. The sun is trying to break through. We had a little sunshine about uh, half an hour ago that went away quickly. Full count, three and two to Lopez. And the payoff pitch on the way and it slammed foul down the left field line. Marshall's dugout is down the left side as well as their bullpen is uh, outside of retaining fence down the left field line. Raiders over on the first base dugout should be familiar territory for them. Another 3-2 pitch to Lopez and it's slammed in the left field and a base hit. So Lopez leads off the game with a solid single to left, hit it over the shortstop's head. And he is at first base with nobody out for JT Mabry. For Marshall around the infield, Luke Edwards is playing third. Gordon Blanton, the shortstop. Second baseman, Travis Sankovich. And at first base is Daniel Caprinci. We'll give you the outfield in just a minute as Mabry steps in from the right side. Lopez, the runner at first, and the pitch to the play inside. That hit him. Grazed him on the left shoulder. So JT will go down to first base, hit by a pitch. Raiders with runners at first and second now. No outs. 
Purnell will face the left-hand hitting Wyatt Morgan. Morgan comes in at 3-11 with a couple of home runs. He's got a pretty good stroke to right field if he gets the right pitch. Pitch him just missed the knees, ball one. Lopez singled to left on a 3-2 pitch and then Mabry was hit on the first pitch. So runners are at first and second with no outs here in the first inning. Purnell comes set and the pitch to the plate misses outside ball two. Marshall decked out in their all-white home uniform, green lettering, green numerals, green caps for the Thundering Herd today. Marshall in script across the front of the jersey, numbers front and back, as broadcasters, we always appreciate that. Raider, uh, Raiders also have their numbers front and back. White on blue, very easy to read. As opposed to the uh, red on black that we had last week at home against the Hilltoppers. Two balls and no strikes. The count to Morgan. He will have the green light if it's one he likes. As the runners lead at first and second. Purnell with the pitch and it is swung on, hit foul down the left side. Third baseman chasing it in foul ground. He's gonna make the catch. As Luke Edwards about 25, 30 feet in foul ground down the left field line. Caught that foul ball, four out number one. So with one out, batters, Raiders uh, cleanup hitter, Mason Spears will step in, leading hitter with a 338 average on the season. Spears bats from the right side. And they've got the runner caught in a run. They've got Lopez picked off second base. Caught in a run down and tagged out as he went to third. So that will erase Lopez. Mabry moved down to second on the play. And that was before the first pitch to Spears. So now two outs on a runner at second. As Purnell's pitch a little bit high for ball one. Purnell has been off the plate here in the first inning. Although he's got very good uh, stats, only nine walks in 41 innings. Hasn't walked anybody, but he hit Mabry with a pitch and, and went 3-2 to Lopez. One ball and no strikes. Spears takes a strike call, and it is one and one. So the Raiders had the makings of a big inning started, but now with Lopez picked off second, there are two outs and Mabry down at second base. 1-1 one, one count to Spears, who lost one in the right field deep. Right fielder back. He's going to watch that one. That one's gone. Mason Spears homers to right field, not down the line, toward more toward right center. 
and the Raiders will have an early two to nothing lead and would have been more if not for that pickoff. So for Mason, his sixth home run of the season, took it the other way and into the breeze, which is blowing left to right. Scoring Mabry in front of him and the Raiders take an early two to nothing lead. Galloway will step in. And for Purnell, that is the sixth home run he has allowed this season. Base is empty now, two outs. Galloway hits one to right field. That is dropping, and the right fielder coming in makes a sliding catch. Took it right off the uh, ground and robbed Galloway of a hit. That was Kyle Schaefer in right field with that good play. So that is all in the first inning for the Raiders, but they come up with two runs on two hits. Highlighted by Mason Spears' two-run homer, and nobody left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee two, and Marshall nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the first inning. And the Raiders with a two to nothing lead for right-hander Zach Keenan. Keenan coming in with a record of three and two, making his eighth appearance, eighth start. He has one complete game. Earned run average of 4.23. 44 and two-thirds innings. He's allowed 46 hits, 21 earned runs. Has walked 12, struck out 37. Has allowed four home runs and opponents hitting 264 against the right hander, Zach Keenan. Leading off for the Thunder Curve, second baseman, number seven. Keenan, a Georgian. In his uh, fifth year, playing his COVID year for the Raiders. He's out of Suwannee, Georgia, Lambert High School. And he will face Travis Sankovich. To lead off for Marshall, takes the first pitch from Keenan high and outside for ball one. 
Sankovic, a left-handed batter, hitting 303 on the season coming into this game. Hits one into center field, and that is a base hit. So the Thundering Herd starts their first inning exactly the same way the Blue Raiders started with a base hit by the leadoff batter. This is Luke Edwards, the third baseman. Edwards, a right-handed batter, comes in as the leading hitter for this team. He is at 344, six homers, 27 runs batted in. Dangerous right-handed batter, runner leads from first, and Keenum's first pitch up high for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Edwards out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Keenan out of the stretch. And the pitch is outside for a ball. Two balls and no strikes. Count to Edwards, he'll be followed by Cole Williams. And then the catcher, Ryan Leach. Two and oh, the count. Ground ball right side. Bobbled there by Nagishi, but he makes the play to first to the pitcher covering for out number one. Nagishi, that was a slowly hit ground ball into the turf. Bobbled it a little bit when he picked it up, but Keenan doing his job was right over there at first base, ready to take the throw. So that was a three to one put out. Down to second, Sakovich. And the batter, Cole Williams, the left fielder. Williams, a left-handed hitter. As Keenan checks the runner at second and delivers. Pitch low for ball one. Keenan's only found the strike zone one time, and that was the pitch that uh, Sankovic hit into center field for a base hit. He is the runner at second with one out. Swung on and fouled. It's going to be out of play to the left side. Count goes to one and one. I see Brett Coker's wearing number 34 today instead of his normal 13. Blue Raider third baseman. One ball, one strike to Williams. Keenan checks the runner at second and delivers a pitch high and outside for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Raiders leading two to nothing as Marshall bats in the bottom of the first inning. Pitch misses inside, ball three. So the count goes three and one to Williams. Williams, the sophomore, hit 208 his freshman year. 
looking a little better this time. He's at 3.04 right now coming into the game. And the pitch to the plate is swung on and hit right to the first base of Nadish. She makes a throw to second and got him. That is a line drive double play, 3-6. And that will end the first inning. Nagishi made a couple of really good plays in the inning to help Zach Keenan out. No runs and one hit. And with a double play, nobody left on base. We've completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee two and Marshall nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Nick Palmer with you from Huntington, West Virginia on an overcast day. The sun keeps trying to break through. I think it may make it before this game's over. As Jeffrey Burnell takes his warm-up pitches. As the Raiders in the second inning will have Nagishi to lead it off, followed by Coker and Dillingham leading by a score of two to nothing. Again, we'll mention this is an all-turf infield. The only dirt is uh, the dirt on the pitcher's mound. The outfield is natural grass. And uh, both the turf and the grass will be mighty wet, I'm sure. The mound was covered when we got here, but uh, with a turf infield, you don't really have to cover it. Here's... Uh, Nagishi and takes a cut at the first pitch, fouls it off. And once again, the player who makes the good defensive play gets to lead off the next inning. Nagishi actually had a couple of good defensive plays at first base in that first inning. And that one comes low and into the turf, one and one. Nagishi is a left-handed batter, comes in at 243, caught a line drive off the bat of Williams, turned it into an inning-ending double play, and then cracks one right up the middle over second base into center field for a base hit. So the Raiders have the leadoff man on for the second straight inning as Nagishi with a sharp single to center is at first base with nobody out. The batter is Brett Coker. Now at bat third baseman number 24, Brett Coker. Coker's wearing 24, not 34. His number 13 is not available in the blue tops. Coker, right-handed batter, comes in at 229. As Nagishi leaves at first, and the bunt is down the first base side. First baseman fields, and they're not going to get him. 
pitcher a step late getting to first base and Coker beats it out. Nice job on the bunt by Brett Coker. Just beat the pitcher Purnell who was trying to cover first on the play. Right fielder number one, Brian Dillingham. So just as the Raiders started the first inning, they have the first two men on with nobody out and the batter is Brian Dillingham. And I wouldn't be surprised to see another bunt here. First and second, no outs. Purnell looking in for the sign. And the pitch, there's the bunt out in front of the plate. The play will be to first. It is in time and the sacrifice will move runners into scoring position at second and third. So give Dillingham a sacrifice hit. One to three, pitcher to first on the put out, and the batter is Luke Benson. From the bat center fielder number seven, Luke Benson. Benson hitting in the number nine spot. Bats from the left side, hitting 219 on the season. Purnell checking his armband for the call of the pitch, and this one is high and outside, ball one. Nagishi over at third and Coker at second. Purnell with the 1-0 pitch, hit to left field. Nagishi will tag, left fielder makes the catch. Here comes the throw, it will be cut off and the Raiders have another run. It is three to nothing. That will be a sacrifice fly and a run batted in for Luke Benson. It's his sixth RBI of the season. And the Raiders lead it now by a score of three to nothing. So the sacrifice bunt put two runners in scoring position. The runner on third scores on a sacrifice fly. Still down at second is Coker and now two outs for Fausto Lopez. Singled in the first inning as the leadoff batter and pops this one straight up. That one's in foul ground. Pitcher makes a long run. First baseman's gonna take it. There's a lot of foul ground in front of the dugouts and it's taken there by the first baseman, Carinci. So that is all for the Raiders in the second inning. But they come up with a run on two hits. One man left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the second. It is Middle Tennessee three and Marshall nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the second inning. Raiders with a three to nothing lead. Ryan Leach, the catcher, will lead it off, followed by Schaefer and Billups against uh, the right-hander, Jack Keenan. Raiders have staked Keenan to a three to nothing lead here early in the game. This is Leach hitting 301 with five home runs. He is a right-handed batter. Catcher for the Thundering Herd and slams on to hard to third and caught by Coker on a line drive. That's a couple of hard hit line drives that the Raiders infielders have handled. The ball hit right to Coker, moving just a couple of steps to his left. With one out, Al Schaefer, the right fielder, will hit. He bats from the left side. And Keenan's first pitch is outside. Four ball one. Schaefer hitting 257, six home runs on the season. Keenan's next pitch, check swing, did he go? The third base umpire says no, he held up in time. Count will be two balls and no strikes. Coker and Lopez on the left side of the Raider infield, Mabry and Nagishi on the right side. The pitch grounded foul over by the Blue Raider dugout. Count will go to two and one on Schaefer. Galloway in left field, Luke Benson in center, and the right fielders, Brian Dillingham. With Spears behind the plate, Keenan on the mound, and the 2-1 pitch on the way is swung on and missed. The count will go to two and two on Schaefer. Keenan's uh, last outing, Against Western Kentucky, it was a good one. There's a foul off to the right. Count holds it two and two. Zach uh, went seven innings, allowed no runs on five hits, no walks, had five strikeouts and picking up his third win of the season. And his first at home. The 2-2 pitch on the way is swung on foul tipped. Back off catcher. Spears chest protector and the count will hold at two balls, two strikes. New supply baseballs coming for the home plate umpire. It's Mr. Glenn. So the count remains two and two. Keenan winds and fires and misses high, ball three. 
So he's run the count full to Schaefer, three and two. Outfield playing him just about straight away. And Keenan's pitch hit high in the air into right field. That one's deep, that one's near the wall, and that one is gonna be gone. That one disappeared at just about the same spot that Spears hit one out in the first inning. So the thundering herd on the board here with a solo homer from Kyle Schaefer to right field. And that will make it a three to one ball game. The ball is out of here. That is a thundering herd home run by number 34, Kyle Schaefer. So Schaefer picks up his seventh home run of the season. Center fielder number six, Jordan. His 17th RBI. It's three to one. Here's Jordan Billups, the center fielder. Right-handed batter. Takes the pitch high for ball one. Keenan has not been able to find the strike zone with that first pitch yet in this ball game. There's a ball hit high in the air to center field. That one's deep. Benson back near the wall, and that one's gone. Back to back home runs. Ground double. Okay. That one bounced over the fence. I thought it was out of here. So that will be a double for Billups. That one actually was a deeper ball than the one Schaefer hit, but it was almost a straightaway center field. So that's the third hit now. Now at bat, designated off hit Drew Steelhammer. Here's Drew Steelhammer, the designated hitter. That's from the right side. Keenan checks the runner at second and the pitch to the plate right in there for a call strike, nothing in one. Keenan had been throwing mostly fastballs. That uh, had a little wrinkle on it. One strike to count to Steelhammer. 182 hitter with one home run. And the pitch, uh, another breaking ball outside. One ball and one strike. So Keenan's fastball had been jumped on by the previous two hitters. Schaefer with a home run. Billups with a ground rule double to center. Zach Change it up a little bit, going to a couple of breaking balls to Steelhammer. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and it is, did he go? Yes, that was a slider outside that fooled the batter and couldn't check his swing in time. One ball and two strikes, the count. Phillips, the runner at second base with one out here in the bottom of the second inning. Raiders leading three to one. There's a good fastball at the knees. And that is all for Steelhammer as he is called out on strikes. And that is out number two. And that's the first strikeout in the game for Zach Keenan. That is a first vision bank strikeout. First vision bank, a proud partner of MTSU Athletics, the official strikeout partner of the Raiders this season. So two outs, a runner at second. And there's a the ball hit to center field. That will get in a run. 
It's bobbled out there by Benson. Billups will score, and it's a three to two ball game. Karinchi with a sharp single on the first pitch from Keenan into center field. So that is hit number three in the inning, hit number four for Thundering Herd, run number two. Ritchie gets the RBI. He's at first base with two outs, and the batter is Jordan Blanton, the shortstop. Blanton, a right-handed hitter, hitting in the number nine spot. Runner leads at first, and the pitch is swung on, hit to right field. Long run for Dillingham near the line, makes the catch in fair territory for out number three. But for Marshall in the second inning, they come up with two runs on three hits, one man left on base. We've completed two full innings. Middle Tennessee three, Marshall two, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word, it's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks, I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. to the third inning with the Raiders leading three to two. And that sun is just about ready to break out, I think. Getting a little brighter here. JT Mabry will lead it off. Mabry, Morgan, and Spears against the right-hander, Jeffrey Purnell. Mabry was hit by a pitch in the first inning, came around to score ahead of Spears' home run. And Purnell's first pitch to him is high, or it called a strike at the letters. A high strike, and it's nothing in one to Mabry. He'll be followed by Morgan. Held up on that pitch, which comes outside for ball one. One ball and one strike. Right-hander delivers, Mabry swings, just got the tip end of the bat on it, fouled it back to the backstop. One ball and two strikes to JT. Right-handed batter. And the one-two pitch on the way is swung on, hit foul down the right side. There's plenty of 
room over there, but this one is going to be out of play. Hit the roof of the uh, building down just to the left of the Marshall dugout, and the count will hold at a ball and two strikes. Jordan Gutzelman coaching down at third, and Forrest Arnold at first base for the Raiders. The pitch to the plate, swung on, hit up the middle, a base hit. Good piece of hitting by Mabry, just stuck the bat out and hit that fastball right up the middle. That is the Raiders' fourth hit, actually the fifth hit of the game off Cornell. And the batter will be Wyatt Morgan. He fouled out to the third baseman in the first inning. Morgan checking signs with third base coach Getzelman steps in from the left side. Hitting over 300 coming into the game. And quick throw to first and a good move by Purnell. Mabry just back in time. Right-hander has his sign. And the pitch to the plate, swing and a miss on a good fastball. No balls, one strike to Wyatt Morgan. Three runs, five hits for the Raiders. Two runs, four hits for the Thundering Herd. We're in the top of the third inning. Breaking ball misses high and away. Count will go to one and one on Morgan. Center fielder swung a few steps over into right center and the right fielder out there, Schaefer, playing deep. The pitch outside, Mabry's running. The throw to second is going to bounce away. And the throw not in time. That will be a stolen base. So Mabry now moves into scoring position. Count two balls and a strike on Morgan. For JT, that is his seventh steal of the season in seven attempts. He's at second base now with nobody out and a two ball, one strike count to Morgan. Check of the runner in the pitch is swung on, fouled out of play. Count will go to two and two. Leadoff man Mabry with a single to center and a stolen base down at second base. And a 2-2 pitch coming to Wyatt Morgan. And he hits it into right center field. Pretty well hit. It's going to be caught out there by the center fielder Billups on a diving catch. And that's a couple that the Marshall outfielders have taken right off their shoe tops. It's a good defensive play in center field for Billups. And good base running by Mabry. He had to wait to see if that ball was going to be caught, and sure enough, it was. 
So with one out, a runner at second, the batter is Mason Spears. Homered to right field or toward right center in the first inning. His sixth of the season. And the pitch, Spears fouls it straight back. That home run ties him with Lopez for the team lead, each with six home runs. Raiders leading here three to two. We're in the top of the third inning. One out runner at second. And Purnell with a long look, then turns and looks back at second base. Mabry just walks back to the bag. No throw it down to second. Purnell just keeping him close. Count of one strike to Spears. Pitch to the plate, high and inside, one and one. Second baseman is playing very close to the bag. He's the infielder holding Mabry close, so there's good hitting room on the right side of the uh, infield. And the right fielder playing very deep, as you would expect after Spears' home run. And again, Purnell steps off the rubber and looks the runner back. So the count one and one to the Blue Raider catcher. There's a swing and a good cut at a fastball, foul straight back. One ball, two strikes. This is the first of a three game series All three will be afternoon games. The pitch. Just missed outside. Two and two. That was a good fastball by Purnell and Spears. Elected to let it pass. Two and two. Two, three looks back at second and a swing and a miss. Struck him out on the pitch outside. I think that was probably out of the strike zone. And that is out number two. And that is the first strikeout for Purnell. Batter will be Jackson Galloway. Strikeout brings up left fielder number 16, Jackson Galloway. Flight out to right field and uh, that was a nice catch out in right field by Schaefer as he took one right off his shoe tops for the third out in the first inning. Galloway at 288 coming in, takes a strike call, nothing and one. Raiders put the leadoff man on for the third straight inning, but Mabry's after a single to open the inning, stole second, he's still down at second base with two outs. And the pitch swung on, hit to the left side. Third baseman up, will tag the runner coming by for out number three. They'll give the put out to the third baseman, Edwards. As Galloway hits into fielder's choice for the third out. No runs, a hit, and one man left. We go to the bottom of the third inning. 
Middle Tennessee three, Marshall two. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Zach Keenan just finishing his warm-up tosses as we go to the bottom of the third inning. Raiders leading by a score of three to two, and Marshall will come in with the top of their batting order. Santovich, Edwards, and Williams. Sandkovich led off the first inning with a base hit, but was doubled up on a line drive. Double play of started by first baseman Nagishi. Pitch to him is outside for ball one. Keenan has allowed four hits, two runs over the first two innings. And they've been sitting on his fastball. One ball, no strikes. This one is fouled out of play to the left, and it's one and one. Zach going off after his uh, fourth one of the season, as is the Marshall pitcher, Purnell, each coming in with a record of three and two. There's the one-one pitch, and it's hit solidly into center field. That's another base hit. Zankovich. Two for two now, both solid singles to center as he leads it off in the third inning. He is at first base with nobody out. The batter is Luke Edwards. Edwards comes in, leading the herd in hitting at 344 with six home runs. Bounced out uh, first baseman to the pitcher covering in the first inning. Takes a slider outside for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Later infield pulled a double play in the first inning. They would like nothing better than to do the same thing here in the third. There's a good breaking ball right in for a strike called and it is one and one. Keenan pitching out of the stretch. 
And delivers, ball hit to left field, that's a base hit. Got that curveball just right, lined it into left field and the first two men are on here in the third inning. That is hit number six off Keenan. First and second, nobody out, and the batter will be Cole Williams. He is the left-handed hitter that hit into that line drive double play in the first inning, started by Nagishi. So first and second, no outs. Keenan looks back at second and delivers the first pitch. Just missed the knees, ball one. Time called as pitching coach Jerry Myers will make a trip to the mound to talk to his right-hander who has been hit in the first three innings by Marshall. I think we said earlier they had they'd been uh, sitting on his fastball, but the last batter, Edwards, hit a pretty good curveball for a base hit to left field. We're low enough where we can actually see, uh, tell a little bit more about where the pitches are and, and what they are than normal. Plate up our had something to say to the Raider dugout there. Now, you might have caught it over the field, Mike. I think it was about that last pitch, which was uh, called a ball. One ball, no strikes. The count to Cole Williams. First and second, no outs here in the third inning. And a ball hit high in the air to right field. That one is, that one's gonna be gone. That is a three run homer for Williams. And that will put Marshall on top here by a score of five to three. Single, single home run. That one hit to right field. Three RBIs for Williams. And for the uh, Marshall left fielder, that is his first home run of the season. Now he's driven in 19. Hit number seven. Runs three, four, and five off Keenan, and still nobody out in the third. Marshall leading five to three. Swing and a ball hit to left field. That ball has got a chance. That one is gonna be played off the base of the fence, the throw coming in, and that will be a double for Ryan Leach on the first pitch. Hit that one right down the left field line. One hopped it off the base of the wall. Hit number eight off Keenan. And the Raiders starter having uh, an outing much uh, similar to the outing he had against Old Dominion at home a couple of weeks ago. 
So a runner at second with no outs for Kyle Schaefer. And he had a home run to lead to uh, a solo home runs in the, in the second inning. Check of the runner in the pitch, low and inside, ball one to Schaefer. And Leach had a really good lead down at second base. Schaefer's home run was his seventh of the season. One ball and no strikes. Time call. Asked for by the batter as Keenan was in the process of uh, checking that runner at second base. Want to know the count to Schaefer and the pitch to the plate is low and inside. Bounces away from Spears, not far enough for the runner to advance. Count will be two and oh. Raiders do not have anyone throwing down in the bullpen, but Keenan is shaky here in the third inning. Two balls, no strikes. Pitches outside, ball three. Anything that's uh, been close to the strike zone, the Marshall hitters have been pounding. And the count three and oh now to Schaefer. And the pitch to the plate, low and inside, and he walked him on four pitches. First walk allowed by Keenan. Runners first and second with no outs, and the batter is Billups, the center fielder. Now on great to center fielder number six, Jordan Billups. Billups had the double. I, I thought was at first was a home run, then I thought it was bounced over the fence. Actually, it is at the base of the fence, I was told, in the second inning out in almost straightaway center field. Right-handed batter, takes the pitch outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Ryder infield, double play depth with runners at first and second. And nobody out. Three runs in here in the third inning for Marshall. And the pitch to the plate. Breaking ball misses high, ball two, two and oh. Leach the runner at second, and Schaefer, who walked, is at first. Two balls, no strikes, the count. And the pitch is swung on, hit to left field. That's a base hit. They're going to hold him. Base is loaded now with nobody out. And Billups with his second hit of the game. Hit number nine off Keenan. Bases loaded, no outs for Drew Steelhammer. He was called out on strikes in the second inning. And that's exactly what Keenan needs right now is a strikeout. But he just hasn't been able to fool 
anybody in this short outing. And the first pitch, Steelhammer swings and bounces it foul over by the Marshall dugout. Strike one. Steelhammer playing as the designated hitter today. He's out of uh, the state of Oregon, Bend, Oregon. There's a strike, good fastball at the letters and the count goes to 0-2 on Steelhammer. Big kid, he's a sophomore, 6'4", came out of junior college. Keenan ahead in the count, now two strikes. And the pitch swung on, got a piece of it, fouled it straight back. Count holds at two strikes. Fresh supply of baseballs to the plate umpire. Wind has slacked off just a little bit now. Sky is still overcast. Still looking for Mr. Sun. Another 0-2 pitch on the way is swung on, hit in the air. That's going to be a foul ball down the right side. Nagishi, a long run, can't get it. First baseman Nagishi made a long run down the right field line in foul ground. He was actually the closest Raider to that foul ball. Count will hold it two strikes to Drew Steelhammer. Keenan looking in for the sign, 0 and 2. Come set the pitch, high ball one. Carinci will be the next hitter. Bases loaded, no outs. Three runs already in here in the third. Pitch comes in low for a ball, two and two. Two balls and two strikes to the right-handed hitter. Hit the curveball and fouled it away to the right side. Count holes at two and two. Keenan ready for another two-two pitch. And it is swung on and hit to the third baseman. Coker, line drive, caught it, dove back to the bag and the runner got back just in time. Leached the runner down at third, dove back in as Coker was diving to try and get to the base first. So that is a line drive out. That's 
three line drives that the Raider infielders have caught today in addition to the balls that have been hit by Marshall. Coach Myers coming out for the second time in the inning and that's going to be all for Zach Keenan. And I never, I did not see anybody warming up down the right field line, but I think the bullpen is out of my view. So Keenan will leave with one out in the third inning. Three runs in and the base is still loaded. And we will take a break, tell you about our new pitcher coming in after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what will make it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So the Raiders forced to make a pitching change here in the third inning, trailing by five to three, but Marshall, the base is still loaded and only one out as Trent Siebert will be coming in for the Raiders. He had been warming up just now located where the bullpen is. It's outside the right field fence. A little bit out of my view. So Siebert coming in, making his 11th appearance. He started two games. He is two and two with a 3.49 earned run average. Senior left-hander, 28 and a third innings. He's allowed 25 hits, has uh, given up 11 earned runs. Walked nine, struck out 31. He's given up two homers and opponents hitting 238 against Trent Siebert. And he will face Karinchi, who singled in the second inning. Right-handed batter. Bases loaded, one out. Left-hander comes set, first pitch low and inside, ball one. Now, Siebert does not throw as hard as Keenan. Will mix in a lot of breaking balls. Here's a fastball that's fouled straight back and it's one ball and one strike. Karinchi is from Canada. Ajax, Ontario, so he must uh, must be liking this weather here. Temperature in the mid-40s. One ball and one strike. Fastball just missed outside. Count will go to two and one. 
Ritchie is the number eight hitter in the order. Bases are loaded with one out. And already three runs in here in the third inning. Strike at the letters. Count will go to two and two. Infield still looking for that ground ball they could handle. Maybe turn into a double play and get out of this inning. And the pitch is swung on, tapped foul behind the plate. Reached for that one, which was probably ball three, but just got the tip end of the bat on it. Two balls, two strikes to Karinchi. Chokes that bat just a couple of inches up. And the pitch to the plate, line the base hit in the right field. One run will score. They're going to wave the second runner around. The throw will come in, is bobbled, and that will allow Carinci to go to second base. Lopez did not handle the throw in. It got away from him. And so now two more runs are in. Both of those runs will be charged to Keenan. Two RBIs for Karinchi. It'll be seven earned runs now charged to the starter, Keenan, and he's still responsible for the runner at third. And the batter will be Blanton, the number nine hitter. And still just one out in the inning. The breaking ball comes in high for ball one. Seven to three, Marshall. Raiders got off to a three to nothing start. Well, that was a while back. And Siebert's pitch on the way. That went into the turf in front of home plate. Two balls, no strikes. So Billups is the runner over at third, and Carinci is at second. Swung on, that ball hit high in the air and deep enough to score a run. Benson back, has it, the throw will be to third, and another run is in. Billups scores. That will clear Keenan now as that run will be charged to him. That's a sacrifice fly for Blanton and a run batted in. And the second out in the inning and the 10th batter in the inning will be the leadoff man, Zakovich. He led off this inning with a single to center field. It is now eight to three, Marshall. Six runs have scored here in the third inning. And the pitch to the plate. Side inside, ball one to Sakovich. He is two for two with a run scored. Left-hander comes set. Look back to second base. Rinchy diving back in there, no throw made. One ball and no strikes to Sankovic. Two outs in the inning, the pitch. There's a strike called at the belt. 
And it's one and one. Blue Raider softball playing a little bit warmer weather today. The softball team is in Miami playing Florida International. There's a foul out of play. Count goes to one ball and two strikes. I imagine they'll be starting a little bit later. One and two, the count to Sankovic. Broder leads at second. Pitches low and outside, ball two. This has been an extremely long inning, as included. Six runs scored by Marshall, plus a pitching change. And the 2-2 pitch not made, as again, Siebert will step off and look the runner back to the bag at second. Eight to three, Marshall with six runs here in the third inning. The 2-2 pitch just missed outside, ball three. Full count. Right around field straight away. Everything deep that's been hit today has been hit to right and right center. And there's ball four up high. So Sankovic draws a walk and the inning continues with the 11th batter coming up, Luke Edwards. He has bounced out and single, one and two. Leading hitter for the Thundering Herd at 344 coming into the game. Right-handed batter. Here's Siebert's pitch, and Edwards skies it into right field, back near the warning track. Billing Dillingham will make the catch fairly close to the fence out there in right center for out number three, and that is all for Marshall here in the third, but they come up with six runs in the inning. One, two, three, four. Five, six hits. There were a couple of walks. And two men left on base. Totals after three. Marshall, eight runs, ten hits, no errors. They have left three. Middle Tennessee, three runs, five hits, one error. The Raiders have stranded two. And after three, it is Marshall, eight, Middle Tennessee, three. The Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the fourth inning. Nagishi will lead it off for the Raiders. Nagishi, Coker, and Dillingham against the right-hander. Jeffrey Purnell, who now has an 8-3 lead, and Nagishi pops the first pitch up into shallow center field shortstop back there, and that will be Blanton on the catch for out number one. Nagishi on the first pitch, pops out to shallow center field, and with one out, the batter will be Brett Coker. Third baseman number 24, Brett Coker. Coker had a bunt single in the second inning. And Purnell, the Marshall pitcher, throws, and that one skips up there. One bounce into the turf. One ball, no strikes to Coker. Dillingham to follow. There's a ball hit solidly in the left field. It's going to drop for a base hit. Coker with his second hit of the game. Sharp line single to left. And that is... Hit number six for the Raiders. And with one out, the batter is Brian Dillingham. Brian laid down a good sacrifice bunt in the second inning to move two runners into scoring position. One of them eventually scored. And the pitch to Dillingham swung on, fouled off his foot out, rolling in the uh, turf toward first base. Pitcher will pick it up, toss it back in. It's a dry baseball. One strike to count to Dillingham. Coker at first with one out. Here's Purnell's pitch. Misses outside for ball one and one and one. Same two teams tomorrow. That will be Noon, Murfreesboro time. It'll be 11.45 for the pregame. Throw to first, runner back. Purnell has a very good move to first base for right-hander. One ball, one strike. Runner goes, the pitch fouled, and that's going to be out of play. Off to the left. So Coker, who was off with the pitch, will return to first base. Count one ball and two strikes to Brian Dillingham. When kicking up again a little bit as the flag bowling left to right. Here's the pitch, low and outside. That will go to two and two. 
Oker, who singled, is on at first with one out to pitch. There he goes. Ball hit in the air to right field. That one's deep, and right fielder back reaches up, makes the catch on the warning track in fairly deep right center. Dillingham got it up into the breeze, but that is out number two. And the batter is Luke Benson. Luke drove in a run with a sacrifice fly in the second inning. Hitting out of the number Lots nine hole. So now two outs. Coker the runner at first and draws another throw. Gets back. Another throw to first and just got back in time there. Purnell shows a really good move to first base. Coker's been on the move twice, so Purnell's keeping a close eye on him. Another throw to first, and again, he's back. Marshall leading here eight to three. Raiders batting in the top of the fourth inning. Two outs. Right-hander comes set. Benson showed bunt and now throw to first by the catcher. And that one hopped. One hop to the first baseman. So the count will be one ball, no strikes. To Benson. Showed bunt on that first pitch. Luke with very good speed. He can beat him out if he gets it down in the right place. The pitch. Swing it away. Hits it to right field. That one's deep. And that one is going to be gone. That is a home run for Luke Benson. A two-run homer, and that will be Luke's first home run of the season. As he comes in, big smile on his face as he crosses home plate. So it is now an eight to five game. Benson now with three RBIs in the game. Back to the top of the order at the bat shortstop number four, Faso Lopez. Hit number seven for the Raiders. And Fausto Lopez will bat it. He drives it into left field for a base hit. Fielded on two hops out there by the left fielder, Williams. So Fausto with his second hit of the game. Well, it's been a good hitter's day so far for both teams. Eight to five to score. Second baseman, number 11, JT Mabry. That home run by Vincent, his first Blue Raider home run. So congratulations to Luke. Lopez at first, two outs, and the pitch to JT Mabry, low on outside, ball one. Eight to five. Top of the fourth inning. Mabry fouls this one off to the right. Count goes to one and one. 
Thundering Herd with 10 hits in the game. Raiders with eight. And it's eight to five in the top of the fourth. Ball hit sharply, but right at the shortstop. The throw will be to second for the force on Lopez coming down, and that will be it for the Raiders in the fourth inning. But the Raiders come up with a pair of runs. There were three hits, one man left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. It is Marshall 8, Middle Tennessee 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Welcome back into our broadcast of Blue Raider baseball today, coming to you from Huntington, West Virginia, just across the Kentucky state line from Ashland, Kentucky. Mason Spears throw down to second base. Back to the pitcher, Trent Siebert. We're ready to go. Siebert. Coming on in relief of Zach Keenan, who just did not have his good stuff today. Keenan went two and a third innings, allowed eight runs on nine hits, walked one and struck out one. Siebert came on to get the last two outs in the third, and now we'll face Cole Williams leading off the fourth. Left-handed batter, and he slides one into center field. That's going to drop in for a base hit in front of Benson. So Williams will be at first with nobody out. It has been a hitter's day today in the cold weather here in West Virginia. Williams at first, nobody out. Here's the catcher, Ryan Leach. He is lined to third and doubled to left field. That's him from the right side. Short lead by Williams at first. First pitch right in there for a strike called to Leach. Hitting 301 coming in. And had started every game for the uh, Marshall team. The pitch. Comes high for a ball, one ball and one strike. Schaefer waiting to hit next. Left-hander Trent Siebert will toss to first, soft toss. 
Just letting Williams know those that uh, know that he's keeping an eye on him. Siebert comes set and the pitch. Misses for ball two, two and one. Two on pitch, missed outside ball three. So he's behind Leach three and one. Sieberts out of North Carolina, transferred from Charleston Southern where he was a starting pitcher for them. A swing and a miss, good fastball and the count goes full at three and two. And the 3-2 pitch as the runner goes is swung on and foul straight back. So we'll do it all over again. Rest of the league today, Southern Miss playing at Charlotte. San Antonio is at Old Dominion. FIU is at Western Kentucky today. UAB at Florida Atlantic. Rice at Louisiana Tech. Another soft throw to first and the runner back. A 3-2 count on Ryan Leach. He's batting in the number four spot for the Thundering Herd. And the pitch, the runner goes, hit high in the air to left field, fairly deep, Galloway back, and on the track will make the catch for out number one. That one hung up in the air a long time giving Galloway time to get a bead on it. That is out number one here in the fourth inning. Heading the bat now for the Hurt, right fielder number 34, Kyle Schaefer. Here's Kyle Schaefer, the right fielder. Hit a solo home run in the second inning, walked and scored in the third. It's a lefty-lefty matchup now with Trent Siebert, the first pitch. Strike at the letters, nothing and one. Williams with that leadoff single, short lead at first, and draws another throw. One strike, the count. Pitch, caught the outside corner, strike two. Nothing in two. Tanner looks in, has the sign. Checks the runner at first. And the pitch to the plate is swung on and missed and struck him out on three pitches. That's out number two in the fourth inning. First strikeout for Trent Siebert. And with two outs, the batter is the center fielder, Jordan Phillips. Phillips two for two with two runs scored. Doubled and scored in the second, singled and scored in the third. Having himself a good day. Batting with two outs and a runner at first. Siebert's first pitch to Billups, swing and a miss, strike one. 
Siebert came in in the third with one out after Keenan had been roughed up considerably by the Marshall hitters. There's a pitch low, one ball and one strike to Billups. So Trent's job is to stay out there and get some innings in. It's tough when your Friday night starters knocked out early in the game. Kind of messes up your pitching plans for the rest of the weekend. There's a ball hit to right field. That one's deep. Dillingham back on the track and will make the catch for out number three. So that is all for Marshall in the fourth. No runs, a hit, and one man left. We've completed four full innings. Marshall, eight, Middle Tennessee, five on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. In the bottom of the fourth, no runs. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We move to the top half of the fifth inning. Marshall leading the Blue Raiders 8-5. If you're looking for some good college tennis today, the Adams Tennis Center is a place to be. The Raiders, Blue Raiders ranked number 18 in the country. We'll be hosting Memphis and Alabama A&M at the Adams Tennis Center today. And check the website for uh, times of those matches and you'll get to see some great college tennis today. Here is Wyatt Morgan to lead off the fifth inning for the Raiders. He has fouled out and flied out 0 for 2. Left-handed hitter swings at the first pitch, fouls it straight back. Four strike one. Jeffrey Purnell is Marshall's Friday night or Friday starter, Friday afternoon starter in this case, and has an eight to five lead. The pitch low and inside, checked his swing, and they say he went. So it's strike two, nothing and two to Morgan. Morgan Spears and Galloway here in the fifth inning. Fastball up high for ball one, one and two. Morgan solidly built left-handed hitter. Has two home runs on the season, hitting 3-11 coming into this game. 
Needs a base hit here to maintain that 300-plus average as he is 0 for 2 today. And the 1-2 pitch outside for ball two. Raiders got two in the first, one in the second, two in the fourth. Marshall two in the second, six in a big third inning. The ball hit high in the air. That's going to send the outfielder scurrying back, and the center fielder Billups will make the catch in deep right center field for out number one. <laughs> so a deep fly ball retires Morgan, and the batter is Mason Spears. Catcher, number 23, Mason Spears. Solo home run, or uh, rather two-run home run in the first inning. His sixth of the season, struck out in the third. Right-handed batter against the right-hander Purnell, hits it right up the middle for a base hit. Jumping on that first pitch. Second hit of the game for Spears and hit number nine for the Raiders. So the back batter is Jackson Galloway, flied out in the first, hit into a fielder's choice to end the third inning. At bat, left fielder number 16, Jackson Galloway. Jordan Getzelman flashing some signs down at third base as Galloway steps in from the right side. Spears at first, one out. And the pitch, swung on, slammed into left field for a base hit. First two, uh, the last two hitters on with base hits and that's hit number 10 for the Raiders. And with runners at first and second and one out, the batter will be Nagishi. Time call, we're gonna have a visit to the pitching mound. Conference USA Baseball led by uh, right now Southern Miss with a seven and two record going into this weekend. Florida Atlantic and Louisiana Tech are a game back in second place. They're six and three. And two games back in third, a uh, quartet of teams led uh, by Middle Tennessee, Old Dominion, UAB, and UTSA, all five and four in the league, two games back. Very quick visit to the mound is uh, over. And Nagishi will stand in from the left side. Now batting first baseman number 10. Raiders have runners at first and second. One out here in the fifth inning. Nagishi would represent the tying run at the plate. Left-handed hitter has singled and popped out. Takes the pitch high and outside, ball one. Single and scored in the second inning. Leading off the fourth, popped out to the shortstop. Runners lead at first and second. 
Purnell, the right-hander delivers, low and inside, back to Moway, ball two. Two and oh. Purnell has not walked anybody. He has struck out one. So the Raiders have been getting the bat on the ball. There was a ground foul, pass first, and the count goes to two balls and a strike on Tatsunori Nagishi out of Tokyo, Japan. Via the junior college route from out of California. Two balls and a strike. The pitch. Swung on, hit to the right side, and the only play will be to first. Ball hit too slowly for the double play, so Nagishi advances the runners with a ground out to the second baseman, Sakovich. Two outs now, runners second and third, and the batter is Brian now Coker. Third baseman number 24, Brian Coker. Coker had a bunt single in the second, solid single to left in the fourth. Two for two. Purnell with the pitch, tap foul off to the right, strike one. Just got the tip of the bat on that pitch. Nothing and one to Coker. Right out of Hendersonville. Purnell out of the stretch. That one just missed. Good fastball, one ball, one strike. A little activity down the left field line in the Marshall bullpen. One and one to Coker. Swinging a ball heading to the left center. That's going to get down and score two. As Coker, with a long single in the left center field, drives in a pair. And that will make it a one-run game. It's now eight to seven. And Brett Coker, three for three today. Right fielder, number one, Brian Dillingham. Here's Dillingham. Coker at first base will represent the tying run. That's hit number 11 and runs six and seven against Purnell. And Dillingham stands in, takes the pitch low and away for ball one. Coker, who likes to run, is on at first base. He leads the team with eight stolen bases. Swing and a miss, and the count will go to one and one on Dillingham. Brian hit a deep fly ball that I thought for a moment might clear the right field fence. That was back in the fourth inning, but it was caught on the warning track. There goes Coker, ball hits short. They'll make the play to first and it is in time for the out and that will retire the side. Coker broke with the pitch. He had second base stolen, but ball hit sharply to shortstop for the third out. Two runs on three hits and one man left. We are halfway home in this game. It is Marshall 8, Middle Tennessee 7 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom half of the fifth inning. The Raiders have scratched their way back into this game and now trail eight to seven. Trent Siebert on the mound. And throwing an inning and two thirds. Allowed no runs on two hits. Here is Drew Steelhammer, who has struck out and lined out 0 for 2 against the left-hander Trent Sievert. Steelhammer, right-handed batter. First pitch just missed outside for ball one. Bottom three in the Marshall batting order. Due up here in the fifth. There's a swing and a foul out of play. Count one and one. We mentioned earlier there's a ton of foul territory between the uh, baselines at first and third and the dugouts. About the most I've seen. There's a strike call. One ball and two strikes to Steelhammer. In fact, uh, I cannot, from my position, I cannot see the Raider dugout. I can just get a glimpse of the Marshall dugout off to the left. Here's the one-two pitch. Spow back into the screen. Count holes at one and two. All turf infield here. Everything but the pitcher's mound. And then all grass, natural grass in the outfield. And the ball has been flying out of here today. Here's the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss, struck him out. Good fastball by Siebert. That is his second strikeout. Second time Steelhammer has gone down. Keenum struck him out back in the second inning. This is Karinchi. First baseman, two for two. Single in the second, again in the third. There's a strike call, nothing in one to Karinchi. Right-handed batter. Young man from Canada. Siebert's pitch, backed him away inside. One ball and one strike. Blanton will be the next hitter. With one out here in the fifth, Raiders trailing eight to seven. Pitch to the plate is just a bit high for ball two, two and one.
Left-hander's pitch, hit to the right side. Mabry scoops it. Soft throw to first, and that's all for Karinchi. Two up and two down in the fifth. And the batter is Jordan Blanton with the shortstop. Fly to right in the second inning, fly to center in the third. That fly ball drove in a run. Sacrifice fly. Batson from the right side. The pitch to the plate is swung on. Pop foul out of play. Back behind us, strike one. The sun is trying its best to come out here in Huntington, but haven't seen much bright sunshine since about 30 minutes before the game started. There's a pitch high, one ball, one strike. There's more rain scheduled to come in later this afternoon. Breaking ball misses low and inside, ball two. Two and one, the count. And Siebert's pitch, strike at the knees, two and two. Trent's looked sharp uh, since coming in. He has now retired five in a row including the first two here in the fifth. Two balls and two strikes to Blanton. Left-hander delivers. Pop foul out of play to the right. Out holes at two and two. Right or left-hander, a long look in and the pitch. Strike three called and the inning is over. Three up, three down in the fifth inning, and that's the first time that's happened today. Nothing across, no runs, hits, or errors in the fifth. We've completed five full innings. It is Marshall eight, Middle Tennessee seven on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the sixth inning. Raiders trailing eight to seven. 
day in baseball history. I got a couple of things for you here. We'll get to in just a moment. April the 8th. Here's Luke Vincent hit his first Blue Raider home run, a two-run shot in the fourth inning. Stands in against the right-hander Jeffrey Purnell. The pitch is swung on and missed. No balls, one strike. Third baseman Edwards plays him up on the edge of the turf down at third. There's a ball hit high in the air into right field. That's going to be played out there by Schaefer moving over into right center. And that is out number one. Benson flies to right for the first out, and Fausto Lopez will stand in. Raider shortstops had two singles today and three trips. Marshall leading eight to seven. We are in the sixth inning. Lopez whacks at that first pitch, fouls it out of play. No balls and one strike. And the pitch. Strike at the knees, caught the inside corner, nothing and two. Lopez takes the fastball high for a ball and two strikes. For you Reds fans, this is the day Pete Rose made his major league debut, April the 8th, 1963. There's a ball whacked in the left center. That one's going to get down for a hit. Lopez, big turnaround first, but will return with his third single of the day. It's hit number 12 off Purnell. And now JT Mabry will step in. Yeah, Pete Rose. JT Mabry. Playing against the Pittsburgh Pirates at Crosley Field. Went 0 for 3, but did score his first major league run after a Frank Robinson home run in the first inning. So he walked, came on to score on the home run by Robinson as Mabry hits the first pitch foul and out of play. Four strike one, and Lopez was running on the pitch. So this day marks the debut of Pete Rose in a Reds uniform. Lopez goes again to throw to second base. That is going to be in time, and Fausto is thrown out, trying to steal. Well, the catcher Leach guns down Lopez, trying to swipe second. That is the second out. The pitch was a strike, and the count is 0-2 to J.T. Mabry. Pitch just outside for a ball. One ball and two strikes. Purnell out of the full windup. 
Delivers outside again. Two and two. All three just misses. Full count now to Mabry. Two outs, bases empty. Raiders batting here in the top of the sixth and trailing by a run. And ball four is outside. Both of those pitches very close. Much to the dismay of the pitcher, Purnell, who thought he had a strikeout. That will be his first base on balls allowed today. Matter will be Wyatt Morgan, the DH, who is 0 for 3. He would like to join the hit parade. The Raiders have 12 hits off this right-hander, but still trailed by a run. Pitch to the plate, check swing, got away from Leach, and that will advance J.T. Moore, uh, Mabry down to second base on a wild pitch. One ball, no strikes, the count to Morgan. Tying run and scoring position with two outs here in the sixth. Morgan looking for his first hit today, the pitch. Swing and a foul over by the Raider dugout. Count will go to one and one. Oh, I'm sorry, they've got 0 and 2 on the board, so that first pitch must have been a strike. The wild pitch. As he checked on it and it was called a strike, so it's 0 and 2. And the pitch. This is outside, one ball, two strikes. Mabry the runner at second base with two outs. One and two, the count to Morgan, the pitch and the turf. And nice pick up by the catcher, Leach. Two and two. Bullpen still going for Marshall down the left field line. Here's the 2-2 pitch, swinging a foul straight back. Morgan had a good cut at that fastball, which rolls uh, back into fair territory, and the batter will pick it up and roll it over to the Marshall dugout. Two balls and two strikes the count. Morgan, the DH today for the Raiders. Two-two pitch, swung on, hit to the right side. Going to be fielded on one hop there by second baseman Sagovich, who will play to first. And that is all for Morgan. That's all for the Raiders in the sixth. No runs, a hit, and one man left. One hit, no errors. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It is still Marshall eight, Middle Tennessee seven on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom half of the sixth inning. Top of the batting order for Marshall. Sankovic, Edwards, Williams. And that trio's uh, done pretty well with the bat today. Here is Trent Siebert's first pitch, a strike called. Nothing and one. Siebert had a one, two, three, fifth inning. This trio of hitters had, has had five base hits combined for the Thundering Herd today. Next pitch is low for a ball, one and one. Sankovic two for two with a walk. Lefty against lefty as the 1-1 one, one pitch is outside for ball two. Two and one. Siebert came in in the third inning in relief of Keenan, who just got bagged up pretty good today. Strike off, two and two. He got the side retired and has thrown a scoreless fourth and fifth. Two-two pitch on the way, slammed into center field. That's a base hit over in the left center, fielded by Benson. That will break the string of six straight, retired by Siebert. So Sankovic on for the base hit. He's three for three today. Third hit allowed by Siebert. And with nobody out, the batter is Luke Edwards. One for three, single and scored back in the third. He has grounded out and flied out his other two appearances. Right-handed batter stands in. First pitch, strike on the inside corner, nothing and one. turn and a throw to first, a runner back. Not only is April the 8th the uh, anniversary of uh, Pete Rose with the Cincinnati Reds, it's also back in 1966, as a pitch low, the first game played on and 
synthetic surface was played at the Astrodome in Houston, 1966. Pitch outside. We're playing on an all-turf infield here. Astros and the Dodgers played on synthetic grass from Monsanto Chemical Company. Here's the pitch. Low for ball three. Three and one. Runner at first, no outs. The original plan was to have natural grass in the Astrodome, but the uh, the glare off the the panes would not allow the grass to grow. So they had to go another direction and eventually wind up with what they called AstroTurf, which I think everybody's heard of. Pitch foul back for strike two, it's three and two. Runner at first, see if anything happening on this 3-2 pitch. Sankovich has the lead there, he is going. Ball slammed down the left field line. If it's fair, it's trouble, and it is fair. They're gonna wave the runner home. He was on the move with the pitch, and that will add another run to Marshall's total and make it now a nine to seven game. That ball fair, but not by much down the left field line. That'll be a double for Edwards and a run batted in. Sakovich was moving on the 3-2 pitch. Don't think he would have scored had he not been running. That is the fourth hit off Siebert and the first run that he has allowed since coming in in the third inning. Here's Williams, swing and a miss. He went around, didn't mean to, tried to check his swing. One strike to count to Cole Williams. He is lined out. He has hit a three-run homer and has singled. So he has done some good work with the bat today. One strike to count. Siebert checks the runner at second, and this pitch is swung on and fouled out of play. Count is 0-2 on Cole Williams, sophomore. It's out of Charlotte in his second year with the Thundering Herd. No balls, two strikes. And the pitch, high outside, ball one, one and two. We've got enough sunshine here to cast shadows out on the field, and that's a good sign. The one-two pitch, swinging a foul, straight back. One ball, two strikes. There's nobody out here in the sixth inning. One run is scored, it's nine to seven. Siebert comes set. And the one-two pitch, swinging a foul at the plate. Count holding it one and two. Marshall with 13 hits in the game, the Raiders with 12. Middle Tennessee has been charged with the only error in the game. That was on a, a throw from the outfield to the infield. 
pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out. Williams down on strikes and that is out number one here in the sixth inning. Strikeout number three for Trent Siebert. And with one out, the batter is Ryan Leach, the catcher. That's a double in three trips. He lined out in the second, doubled and scored in the third. Flight out in the fourth. One out, Siebert turned, faked to throw to second. Brought her down there, Edwards. Now the left-hander comes set in the pitch, right in there for a call strike. Nothing and one to count to Leach. Breaking ball up high. Four ball one, one ball, one strike. Raider left-hander delivers a swing and a miss at a high fastball, one and two the count to Leach. Able to see the mighty Ohio River beyond the left field center field wall. Pitch just high for ball two. About the same spot as the last pitch, but Leach wasn't offering on this one. Two balls, two strikes. And Siebert's pitch on the way. Pop foul out of play back behind us. Count will hold at two and two. I'd like to thank Steve Cotton, the uh, radio play-by-play -play guy here for helping us get set up up here in the booth with a little internet help. There's a ball hit deep to left field and the park is not gonna hold that one. That is a two-run homer for Leach. And now it will be an 11 to seven game as soon as he crosses home plate. So the bats are active again here in the sixth inning for Marshall. Two run over for Leach, three runs in the inning. Now three runs and five hits off Siebert. 11 to seven. Still just one out here in the sixth inning and the batter is Schaefer as a home run has walked and scored and has struck out and swings through the first offering from Siebert for strike one. Swing and a miss, 0-2. We're playing off campus as there's no campus stadium here at, uh, at Marshall, so we're at a athletic complex about 15 minutes away from uh, the city. Pitch fouled out of play, and the count holds at 0-2 to Schaefer. 
Left-hander delivers, line to right field. That's going to drop in for a hit. Played on two hops out there by Dillingham. And that is the fourth hit in the inning for Marshall off Trent Siebert. And the sixth hit overall off the Raider left-hander, Jerry Myers, Raider pitching coach, out for a word. Lightning's locker room powered by textbook brokers. That's the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or visit their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's locker room, the official game day provider powered by textbook brokers. And we're gonna have a pitching change here. So we'll take a break and tell you about our new pitcher we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615 896 5656 or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com let's go blue and i'll see you at the game nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future middle tennessee state university can help you get there MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Raiders trailing now 11 to 7. Third pitcher coming on for the Raiders is freshman James Sells. Out of uh, Winchester, played at Tullahoma High School. 6-1-180, has uh, some very good numbers here for the Raiders in his freshman year. Two and one record with a 1.69 earned run average. This is his seventh appearance. He's made one start, 16 innings. He's given up 11 hits and only three earned runs. He's walked five. Struck out 16, and opponents hitting 196 against the freshman right-hander. He will face Billups, the center fielder. Two for three today with two runs scored. Schaefer, the runner at first, and the pitch drilled into left field. That is going to be short-hopped out there by Galloway. And that will be a base hit for Billups, his third hit of the game. Schaefer down to second. First and second with one out. And the batter is Drew Steelhammer. Steelhammer has struck out twice and lined out. The runner at second is Siebert's responsibility. Still just one out here in the sixth inning. First and second, the pitch. Swung on, hit to left center field and deep. Benson back, 
He's got room out there, makes the catch. The runner at second will tag and advance to third, and that's the second out of the inning. Steelhammer hit it pretty good, but Benson was able to make the play in center field. Over to third, Schaefer. So you got first and third with two outs. The batter is the first baseman, Karinchi. Two for three today. Catcher Mason Spears out in front of the plate, flashing some signs to his infielders. This is a first and third situation on what to do if that runner runs. If he, do we throw to second? Do we fake a throw? What do we do? We'll see. Sells out of the stretch. And a little tap foul off to the left side. Strike one. First and third, two outs. Raiders down 11 to 7. Throw to first and the runner back. So Siebert pitched a total of three innings. We'll give you his line when the inning is over. He still has a runner he's responsible for out there. The runner on first goes, ball hit to second. Mabry's got it. Over to first in time. Mabry was sliding over to cover the bag and the ball was Hit almost right at him. He had to change directions at the last moment to make the play, but the third out, a second to first put out. So in the inning, three runs. One, two, three, four, five hits in the inning. And two men left on base. Your total's after six. Marshall, 11 runs, 16 hits, no errors. Middle Tennessee, seven runs, 12 hits, one error. The Raiders trail 11 to seven as we go to the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. 
The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the top of the seventh inning. There's a new pitcher on for Marshall as starter Jeffrey Purnell is through for today. He went six innings. And will leave with an 11-7 lead. New pitcher is Cole Ashney. He is uh, a junior, 6'2", out of Macomb, Michigan. And will be making his 12th appearance. That's the most on the staff. 2-0 record with a 5.00 earned run average, 18 innings pitched, 20 hits, has given up 10 earned runs, walked 11, struck out 21 opponents, hitting 290 against this right-hander. And he will face Mason Spears to lead off the seventh inning. There's a strike call to Spears. Two-run homer in the first. Single had scored in the fifth. Two out of three struck out in between. Raiders trailing 11-7 to to pitch. High for a ball. One ball and one strike. Still enough sunshine out there to cast a shadow as... The 1-1 pitch on the way, and it's a breaking ball just missed for ball two, two and one. Wind kicking up a little bit, blowing left to right. And the pitch to the plate, swing and a miss. Spears got one up into that breeze in the first inning and hit it out to right center. Two balls, two strikes. Swing and a foul off the screen. Out holding it two and two. Temperature up to 51 degrees now. Wind still out of the southwest at 10. There's a pitch high and the count goes full. Three balls, two strikes. Right-hander ready. And the pitch, struck him out with a breaking ball. Spears down on strikes for out number one. According to my book, that's only the second Blue Raider strikeout today. Purnell went six innings, gave up seven runs on 12 hits. Walked one, struck out one, threw a wild pitch and hit a batter but stands to be the winner if his bullpen can hold it. One out in the seventh, here's Jackson Galloway. Swing and a ball hit to right field through the hole, base hit. 
for Galloway, his second hit of the game. And the first off, Ashby. At first base, Galloway with one out for Nagishi. First baseman number 10, Tatsunori Nagishi. Nagishi one for three. Singleton scored back in the second inning. Has since popped out and grounded out. And the pitch to the plate, hit to the right side. Double play ball, out at second. Throw to first, out there, and the inning is over. Ball hit right at the second baseman, Sankovich, over to Blanton, and on to Karinchi for the out. Four, six, three, double play, and that is all for the Raiders in the seventh inning. Seventh inning stretch time here with the score. Marshall 11 and Middle Tennessee 7 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Bottom of the seventh inning here is Blanton to lead it off. The number nine hitter. Blanton has flied out twice and struck out, but one of those fly balls brought in a run as a sacrifice fly, so he's officially 0 for 2. That's from the right side. James Sells throws the first pitch and it's in for a strike. Nothing in one. Sells came on in the sixth inning, allowed a hit, but got the last two outs in the inning. There's a check swing and he went around for strike two. Sells has got plenty of velocity. Had a very good outing. A week or so ago, as ball slammed to the left side, Coker's got it over to first in time. And that is out number one here in the seventh inning. One away in the seventh. Back to the top of the order, the bat, second baseman number seven, Travis Sainz. Sells against uh, Tennessee Tech. Went six and a third, no runs, one hit. In fact, had a no hitter going into the seventh inning in that game. First pitch is 
Low for ball one to Sakovich, who has three hits and a walk. Perfect day at the plate. Hits Hostess to Mabry at second, up and throwing to first in time. Two up, two down in the seventh inning. The batter will be Luke Edwards. Edwards has had a good day. Two out of four. Scored two runs. Right-handed hitter steps in against James Sells, who has retired the first two batters. There's a strike call. Nothing in one to Edwards. Swing and a little tap off home plate. Coker has to wait for it to come down. Throw to first in time. Three ground balls and a one, two, three, seventh inning for Sells and the Blue Raiders. Nothing across for Marshall in the seventh. We go to the eighth inning. Marshall 11, Middle Tennessee 7 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Go to the eighth inning. Boy, that wind is really kicking up out there. It's blowing dirt off the pitcher's mound. The dirt there is the only dirt we've got on this field, pitcher's mound. And we're not going to have as much as we had before if it, that wind keeps cutting up. Brett Coker will lead off for the Raiders here in the eighth. Coker's had a good day, three for three with a run scored. Coker, Dillingham, and Vincent here in the eighth inning against the reliever Cole Ashney. The pitch, breaking ball just missed for ball one. Plate umpire today, Mr. Glenn has had a tight strike zone, but he's been fair. It's been, been the same for both sides. There's a ball popped up into the wind and shallow left field. The shortstop back gives way to the left fielder and the wind blows that one almost into center field before it's caught out there by Cole Williams for out number one. Anything hit in the air now is gonna be an adventure. One out in the eighth. Here's Dillingham. Yep, got a pinch hitter. I think this is McLeod. 
Mason McLeod will be the pinch hitter. Now batting number 33, Mason McLeod. McLeod is three for seven as a hitter, mostly pinch hitting duties. First pitch to him is outside for ball one. One ball and no strikes. batting for Dillingham, who had been 0 for 2 with a sack bunt. Pitch outside, ball two. McLeod has got some pop. He has a double and a home run among his three hits. Here's the pitch. And hits this one high in the air in the infield, and the third baseman will catch it. Luke Edwards makes the put out for out number two. Two up, two down in the eighth inning, and the batter will be Luke Benson. Bob about brings up center fielder number seven, Luke Benson. Benson with his first Blue Raider home run. It was a two-run shot over the right field fence in the fourth inning. And also with another RBI on a sack fly. So he's driven in three today. Takes the pitch high and away for ball one. Applied to right his last time up. One ball, no strikes, the pitch. Strike called and it goes to one and one. Benson out of Oakland High School where his younger brother plays and I think is committed to middle. I believe that's right. There's a ball hit foul, left side, third base on a long run. Did he get it? He did, he, he made a tumbling catch, fighting that wind over there. I told you about that foul territory, a lot of room. And that was uh, third baseman Edwards who made a nice catch on a foul ball hit by Benson for out number three. So three up and three down in the Raider eighth inning. We will go to the bottom of the eighth. It is still Marshall 11, Middle Tennessee 7 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615 896 5656 or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com let's go blue and i'll see you at the game the blue raiders play here wgns murfreesboro smyrna (laughs) 
Here's Cole Williams to lead off the bottom of the eighth inning against James Sells. The first pitch, a little tap to the left side. Fausto Lopez charges, makes a wide throw to first, and a nice play by Nagishi on the tag of the runner coming down the line to retire the batter Williams for the first out. Nagishi saved Lopez an error on that play. One out in the eighth inning. Just got a note from Chip Walters who tells me it is snowing in Murfreesboro. So here we are in sunny Huntington, West Virginia. Not snowing here, but uh, it's very overcast and we've got rain in the area. Just looked at the radar. There's a pitch just outside to Leach for ball one. Brian Leach has a home run and a double today, has lined out. He's hit the ball solidly every time. There's a strike call from Sells, one and one. Sells has now retired one, two, three, four, five, six in a row since coming in. Gave up a single to the first batter he faced. And he has had one, two, three, four, five straight ground outs. So two balls and a strike. One out here in the eighth inning. And the pitch is a breaking ball, swung on and missed, two and two. This young man out of Tullahoma High School. Looking good in his first appearance since that uh, near no hitter. There's a swing and a miss and Leach down on strikes. For out number two, Sells gets his first strikeout. The batter is Kyle Schaefer. Coming in the bat, right in the middle, number 34, Kyle Schaefer. Two for three with a walk. Left-handed hitter. Had a solo home run in the second inning off the Raiders starter, Zach Keenan. Pitch to the plate is over and low for ball one. That wind is really, really cutting up now. That's not 10 miles an hour. That's more like 20. One ball, no strikes. Pitch misses outside for ball two, two and oh. And the pitcher sells, just had his cap blow off. But a heck of those caps out there. Two balls, no strikes. Pitch misses outside, ball three, three and oh. Well, anytime you have strong winds and overcast skies, you know there's something in the works. There's a strike at the knees, three and one. Now the batter asked for time and steps out. I think he got some dirt in his eye. What little dirt there is here. Three and one pitch coming. Swung on, tapped foul at the plate. Count goes full at three and two. 
Sells, a tall right-hander. Looks into Spears for the sign. Three balls, two strikes. Wines and fires, and ball four is just outside. That'll be the first base on balls allowed by Sells. Schaefer at first, and the batter will be Jordan Phillips. And he was the first batter Sells faced in the sixth inning when he came in to relieve Siebert. He gave up a hit to Phillips and then retired six in a row, or seven in a row, before he uh, walked Schaefer, who's the runner at first with two outs. Phillips checked his swing and a call strike, nothing in one. 11 to seven. Marshall with a lead here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Raiders have one more shot at him in the ninth. We'll have the top of the batting order coming up. There's a swing and a miss. And Sells out in front, two strikes. The 0-2 pitch, strike three called, and the inning is over. Billups called out on strikes, no runs, no hits. There was a walk, one man left. We'll go to the ninth inning. Raiders trailing 11-7 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. In the bottom of the eighth, no runs, no hits, no errors, one runner, one on base. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip with its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans. It's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Flagship station for Blue Raiders Sports, WGNS. We go to the ninth inning. Raiders trailing by a score of 11 to 7. We'll have the top of the batting order coming up against Cole Ashby, who has pitched two scoreless innings, allowing only one hit and had a double play behind him to uh, erase that hit. So basically he has pitched to six batters in two innings with the help of a double play. Here's Lopez who has had a good day, three for four, all singles. And he'll be followed by Mabry. 
Right-hander delivers, a strike is called, nothing in one. You could probably hear the wind cutting up through our crowd mic. Going strong toward right field, the pitch swung on, hit in the air, the wind's gonna blow that one out of play. Off to the right side and it is 0 and 2. Anything hit in the air now is gonna be affected by that strong breeze. Two strikes the count to Lopez. Wind whipping and uh, you can see it, the pitcher's uniform being blown to the breeze. There's a swing and a miss, strike three and Fausto down on strikes on three pitches. With one out, the batter is JT Mabry. Mabry has reached base four times today, hit by a pitch, single, hit into a fielder's choice and walked. Righty against righty with one out in the ninth. And the pitch is over the globe, ball one. Ryder pitching out of the stretch, as a lot of relievers do, and this one fouled behind home plate. It's one and one. in the ninth, the pitch, strike call, fastball right down the middle, one and two the count. Mabry waiting with a one-two delivery, it skips into the turf, two balls, two strikes. Looks like it's blowing almost straight in from left right now, according to the with the flags fluttering out there. There's a swing and a miss, strike three. And if you don't hit the ball somewhere, it doesn't make any difference about the wind. Two strikeouts to start the ninth inning, and the batter is Wyatt Morgan. Now on that, designated hitter number 30, Wyatt Morgan. Wyatt's due, he is 0 for 4. here too. Here's the pitch. Missed the knees. Ball one to Morgan. Two outs in the ninth. And the pitch. There's the strike called. One and one. Spears waiting to hit next. So we're getting high wind, we're getting a few raindrops. The sun is long gone. The pitch. 
mislawn away. Two balls and a strike to Morgan. Raiders down to their last out here in the ninth inning. Trailing 11 to seven. And the pitch to the plate, swung on, slammed down in the right field corner. That's gonna be good for extra bases as Morgan is on his way to second. Nobody covering second, so he will go in there standing up. Morgan, sharp double down the right field line. It's hit number two off uh, Azmi. Catcher, number 23, Mason. And we'll have a pinch runner. I think that is uh, Snyder will pinch run at second base. Now running on second base for the Blue Raiders, number 45, Weston Snyder. So Snyder running for Morgan down at second with two outs, and the batter is Mason Spears. And Singleton homered today. And struck out twice, two for four. And the right-hander's pitch high, got away, and that's gonna be a wild pitch. Snyder will advance over to third. Pitch. Just ticked off the catcher's mitt, went straight back to the backstop. One ball, no strikes to Spears with a runner at third, two outs in the ninth. Raiders trailing by four. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. I'm just guessing that the temperature has dropped a few degrees in the last few minutes too. Breaking ball in for a strike call. One and two to Mason Spears. I think it got up as high as 51 during this game. We started, it was 46. Pitch, breaking ball struck him out. And the ball game is over. Ask me, strikes out the side in the night, allowing a Double to Morgan. So Marshall wins the game by a score of 11 to 7. You stay with us. We'll be back with our post-game show. That'll be coming your way next as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball and the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. 
The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you, and we welcome you into our post-game show as Marshall takes the first game in this three-game series from Middle Tennessee by a score of 11-7. to The final totals for Marshall, 11 runs on 16 hits. They committed no errors and left seven men on base. Middle Tennessee, seven runs, 14 hits, one error. The Raiders stranded six as Marshall improves uh, its record now to 14 and 16 with a tie while Middle Tennessee drops to 13 and 15. The Raiders now 5 and 5 in conference play and the Thundering Herd improves to 4 and 6 and I think we're about ready to go down on the field to uh, Carson Herbert with coach Jim Tolman. All right, coach Tolman, uh just uh you, the offense uh, had a pretty good day at the plate, uh, but just uh, not your day overall. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on uh, today's loss? Well, we didn't pitch good enough. We, there was two or three balls I thought we could have caught in the outfield, but other than that, they, they swung the bats better than we did too. You know, when you get 14 hits and seven runs on a Friday, you're supposed to win. And uh, obviously, you had 25 mile an hour winds and it's cold and no power is pretty dang tight but he was tight for both sides I thought he did a good job but we didn't make 
we didn't fool them at all. They were up there, almost looked like they had our signs or something. But uh, give them credit, they really swung the bats. We got to bounce back and uh, see how tough we are tomorrow. That was Luke Vinson's first home run of his career here at Middle Tennessee. And the ball was flying overall uh, for both teams today. Uh, what do you have to say about Luke and uh, about uh, the way the ball carried today? Yeah, I mean, they hit, I don't know how many hit, four or five home runs. I mean, if you hit it in the air to right field, it was going. So Luke got a hold of one, and that might have been out on any day. I don't know, but he hit it good. But uh, we didn't have enough of them. Lastly, James Sells had another impressive outing for you guys. Uh, you pitched in relief uh, in this game. Uh, what do you have to say about him um, after these past couple weeks? Yeah, he's throwing well, and he gave us a chance. He held him down for a couple innings, and uh, we just di didn't get enough across in the 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth. But uh, he, d he did a nice job. He's probably our most effective pitcher. Um, Siebert had a couple decent innings as well, but we just did, we just got off to a bad start there, especially the third you know third third inning got us. I mean it's hard to overcome a six spot. All right, time to bounce back tomorrow, Coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, that's Coach Jim Tolman with uh, Carson Herbert down on the field as the Raiders drop the first game of this three-game set here in Huntington, West Virginia, to Marshall, eleven to seven, 11, 16 and 0 for the winning totals for Marshall, 7, 14 and 1 for Middle Tennessee. The uh, winning pitcher will be Purnell, who is now 4 and 2, and the losing pitcher will be uh, for the Raiders, Zach Keenan, who is now 3 and 3. Of the Raiders 14 hits, Lopez had three of them, all singles. A couple of hits for Spears, one of those a home run. Galloway had a couple. Uh, Coker had three hits in the game and drove in a pair of runs. And Luke Vinson, as you just heard, hit his first Blue Raider home run. He had uh, also had another RBI in the game, uh, finished with three runs batted in today for Middle Tennessee. For Marshall, uh, they had uh, several players with multiple hits. Sakovich, three. Uh, Edwards, Williams, Leach, Schaefer all had two hits. Billups had three. Uh, Carinci had uh, two hits. So, they had 11 hits on the day and outscored the Raiders by a score of 11 to 7. Raiders led 3 to nothing after uh, uh, inning and a half, but Marshall came back with two in the second. And then a big six-run third inning made it 8 to 3. And the Raiders kept uh, chopping away, made it 8 to 5 in the fourth, got two in the fifth to make it 8 to 7. But then Marshall with three in the sixth inning. Uh, made it 11-7, to and that's the way it finished today. So the Raiders uh, will try to bounce back tomorrow, pick up a win uh, with Eric Swan scheduled to be the starting pitcher. That's going to wrap it up today from Huntington, West Virginia. Time of this game, by the way, uh, started at 12.15, ended about almost three hours, a little less than three hours on a overcast, windy day in West Virginia. Until tomorrow, our game time is 12 noon Murfreesboro time, pregame show at 11.45. This is Dick Palmer, and uh, thanks to Carson Herbert for his help today and for all the folks here at Marshall, especially Steve Cotton, for helping us get on the air today. That's going to wrap it up. We'll see you tomorrow at 11.45 with more Blue Raider baseball as uh, Zach Woodard has been our studio producer today. And that's going to wrap it up here on the Blue Raider Network.
from Learfield. 